What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors, about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because... You know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week so far. So y'all, we got a lot going on right now. I feel like I'm trying to get my brain to process the two different things that are happening right now. So if you guys are currently listening to the audio podcast on Apple, on Spotify, on Google Play, on all the regular, you know, listening network streaming platforms, if you will, I'm pretty sure that's what they're called, then hello, welcome back if you are a regular listener. Welcome if you're a new listener. I know we've had a couple new listeners recently, so I want to thank you so much for being here. And if you are watching on YouTube, yes, I said a YouTube. Hello, welcome. I hope you guys like the setup. It's a little... You know, we're going to work with it. We're going to work with what we got right now. I told y'all on Instagram stories, if you guys follow me on Instagram, that this setup is a little crazy right now, okay? So we got my microphone, my little stand microphone right in front of me. I got to hold it on my lap. I have my laptop set up to the left of me on the couch. I think, I can't see, honestly, y'all, if it's in frame or not. <sighs> Girl, it's a whole thing right now. It's a whole thing. But I just got so inspired and I wanted to kick season seven of the podcast off with something different, something fresh, something new. And I figured I love being on video. I think y'all like watching video. Well, y'all like listening to audio, but you know, some of y'all might also be on YouTube or watch YouTube as much as I do, because pretty much YouTube for me has replaced what like regular TV is for a lot of people. Like, baby, what is cable? Okay. Y'all remember when they used to, uh, and they still do, and they still do, but like when everybody used to get the little packages, it would be like the phone, the home phone, the cable, the internet, and you would snag, you would deal with AT&T, with Ryzen Files, whoever, and get all your little stuff packaged up in one. Baby, what is a, a home phone now? Like, I know my parents still have their home phone, like their, what is it called? Like, a, I get a landline. A landline, girl, oh, Lord. Okay, like, I know they still got the landline, but honestly, like, I don't even think they use it no more. I really don't even think they use their landline anymore. Anyways, so for those of you guys watching on YouTube who, like, may have stumbled across this video and you're like, who is this girl? What is she doing? What is happening? Like, why am I here? First of all, maybe you click on this video, so, like, you ask yourself <laughs> why you're here, okay? But my name is DeAndre Nicola. I'm the host of the Manifest Daily Podcast. You may have heard of the podcast. Maybe you didn't. Like I said, maybe you just hear 
randomly i don't know hello and welcome okay the manifest daily podcast is a podcast that is super spiritual but also really grounded in lifestyle i talk about things like manifestation i talk about how to manifest your best life i talk about how to live a luxurious abundant life filled with love filled with all the things that you could have ever wanted all the things that you deserve And I talk about how to do that in a very grounded way. I'm one of those people where I started my journey off talking about law of attraction. I started my journey off talking about, you know, like angel numbers. I still talk about that stuff too, right? Because these are laws of the universe. These are things that I personally find it interesting. You obviously find it interesting as well if you listen to my podcast. But I also like to bring it back down to earth. I'm grounded. I'm a Taurus. I have a lot of earth in my chart. I have a lot of air too. So I be up in the clouds too sometimes, maybe. But I have a lot of earth in my chart, okay? So I like to make it practical. How can we actually manifest that best life that we're talking about? It's not enough to just sit around at home, script it out, think about what you want, and sit back and be like, okay, baby, where are my blessings at? No, that's not how we operate around here. So if you're for that life, if you don't like to put in the work, kindly see yourself out because that's not the type of stuff I talk about and that's not the way I go about it. So if you want, you know, practical steps, if you want practical tips, if you want to learn how to take your power back as a co-creator of your own personal reality, then this is the channel for you. This is the place for you. This is the podcast for you. Okay. We have over 120,000 downloads and counting. I mark my words, y'all, we're going to surpass, surpass, we are going to surpass a million downloads in 2022. I promise you that. Okay. So if you were here, this is basically the start of the journey. I've been doing this podcast for over a year now at this point, and it feels like I'm just barely scratching the surface in terms of my journey, in terms of what I'm creating, in terms of where we can go with this. So if you are just now coming into the family, coming into the circle, baby, welcome. And if you're here, buckle up, baby, because we about to turn the pressure up, okay? We about to fly pressure, baby, and we taking off, okay? That is a piece of lint, honey, okay? And for all of those all of those, all y'all, y'all, I cannot talk, y'all know, if y'all listen to my podcast, y'all know I can never speak, but for those of you who do tune into the audio podcast, I really highly recommend, or not even recommend, I just ask that you show some support by coming over to YouTube, subscribing, giving the video view over there, if you know someone who prefers video versus audio, let them know about the podcast, they can tune in here, And I'm also doing a giveaway. It's so funny because I like told myself to grab the giveaway item and I literally did not pick it up as I sat down. And I'm not about to pause this whole recording right now because I feel like I can't even move. I got the mic situated a certain way. I got the camera situated a certain way. Girl, I can't move right now. Okay, so I'm gonna just have to do it, put it on Instagram or something, but I'm gonna be giving away a pair of brand new AirPods, all right? I was gonna sell them, but then I was just like, let me just do a giveaway. So if you want to win a brand new pair of AirPods, AirPods, girl, ah! anyways, AirPods, they're not the pros, they're just the regular ones, all right, just the regular ones. If you want to win a brand new pair of AirPods, all you have to do is go to my YouTube channel if you're listening to this on audio and subscribe to YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel, okay? And then also make sure that you're following me over on Instagram. My Instagram is at The Manifest Daily. I'll put it on the screen. For those of you guys who are tuning in via audio, I will put it in the show notes, okay? So all you gotta do, subscribe to the YouTube channel, (laughs) subscribe to the YouTube channel, and follow me over on Instagram, and that's it, you're entered. And the winner of the giveaway is gonna be announced next week, next Tuesday, okay, in the next video. So again, just to kind of like give y'all logistics, I post every single Tuesday, you know, I be having a couple weeks here or there where I just don't have nothing for y'all because baby I've been going through it too we all human I'll go through it too okay but the podcast drops every single Tuesday at 12 a.m central central time because I just I moved to Dallas okay Dallas Texas yes ma'am and I'm gonna have the YouTube video drop at the same time just so that if y'all prefer to watch instead of listen you can have access to that video at the same time as those who listen to the audio only have access to the audio okay um and one last quick thing before we dive into today's video because lord knows I've been going on for a minute okay but um I have a new upstairs neighbor and They have a heavy foot. So I'm hoping the mic does not pick up any of that sound. But if it does, I 
deeply apologize. I'm trying to work that out, trying to figure out that situation, trying to resolve it. Okay. But if for some reason the mic picks up that sound, I apologize. So let's go ahead and dive into today's video, today's episode, today's commentary, not commentary, baby. It's, it's facts. Today's factuals. All right. Now that, um, let me put my phone on do not disturb because it's going to be vibrating over here, baby. My phone be dry as hell until I want to sit down and record something. That's just, that's just how it goes. But I have my notes here on my laptop. So if you guys see me on the video looking down, that's what I'm looking at. But I want to talk about why you're not living your best life. I have seen a lot of like, it's like the trend now, like the that girl trend. People are trying to, you know, upgrade their lives. People try to better themselves. And I love that for everybody. I love that for y'all. I love that for me. I think that we should always be trying to elevate. We should always be trying to take ourselves, our lives to the next level. Because like, yes, we can sit. I think there are certain seasons, right, where you're in your life where you got to like be content. You got to look around. You got to acknowledge how blessed you are. You should always do that, right? But there are certain seasons where it's kind of a season more of rest. It's a season of like taking stock of what you've accumulated, taking stock of what you've accomplished. But then you can't rest for too long, honey. Okay, you can't rest for too long because baby, guess what? We're here to grow. We're here to learn. We're here to upgrade. That's just such a beautiful way of looking at life, right? As a way that you can grow and elevate. If you, there's something in life that you don't have right now, if there's an experience that you're not experiencing that you want to experience, there is growth, there is expansion that is possible for you. And I think by acknowledging that we have those seasons of growth, those periods to create that best life for ourselves, we really realize that everything that we want is truly possible for us. So I want to talk about the five reasons that you may not be living your best life right now. So reason number one, okay, if you are if you are a regular Manifest Daily listener, y'all have heard me talk about this about a million times. All right, about a million times at this point, and I'm going to talk about it till I'm out of breath till the day I die. It is comparison. You are too busy comparing yourself to other people. Let me tell you something right now. If you're sitting here living your life, right, you maybe you have you're living in an apartment, maybe you still live at home, okay? Because I lived at home for a while up until I, I moved out last year, okay? Uh, maybe you're looking over to your left, you're looking over to your right at your peers, at your friends, at people on Instagram, and you're thinking like, damn, they got all this stuff and I have X, Y, and Z. I don't have as much as they do. I'm not experiencing that. I'm not, I'm not on a yacht shaking my ass in a thong. Okay. And you're busy comparing yourself to other people. You are always going to come up short. You're always going to come up short because well, I mean, then there's like comparing yourself to people who you feel like don't have it as good as you do. But let's face it, we don't really ever do that. Okay. We're usually busy comparing ourselves to people that we think have it better than us, that we think have something that we want to experience, that we want to have in our life. And because of that, we're always going to feel this sense of like just smallness, this sense of like we haven't accomplished enough or anything in our life. And I found myself in that place and that situation many a times. Let's face it, we're human. I think no matter how much growth you experience, I feel like no matter, you know, what you go through in life, how much you've grown, how much you've experienced, how much you've learned, you're going to have those moments. And I think one thing that actually showcases your growth really well is not that you don't have those moments of comparison anymore, but it's that you have the moments of comparison and you're able to discern and you're able to say, hey, wait a minute, that's not fact. Or like, okay, for example, if you see someone doing something, having something that you personally want to have an experience in your life, okay, just because they have it and they're experiencing it doesn't mean that you won't ever have or experience that thing too. So I think looking at it and saying, okay, just because they have it doesn't mean that I won't experience that, that I won't have that is one. And then two, being able to see that you are in that season or that place of comparison, being able to see that you are veering off of your own lane and looking into somebody else's lane, driving over in their lane, baby, Mind your business. Y'all ever seen when you, have you ever been in the car? Y'all have probably, y'all have been in cars. I think y'all have been in cars, okay? So you ever been in the car, you driving, 
and you on the highway and you see somebody and they like bear it out of the lane. They they move it, they drive it real crazy, real reckless. Okay, you drive it in your lane, you go in your speed, and on the highway, you going fast. And so somebody's over here swerving into your lane like a mad person. You scared. You like, you looking over like, are you good? Like, are you good? That's what happens when you start to compare yourself. Because instead of minding your business, focusing on your destination, focusing on your GPS, focusing on your goals, where you're trying to get to. You busy looking over at somebody else. Only thing that's going to happen is you finna crash. Okay. You're going to like be out here recklessly driving, <laughs> recklessly driving your boat, driving your car, driving your life versus mindfully paying attention to your goals and focusing tunnel vision, tunnel vision, right? Focusing on where you got to go, where you got to be, where you want to be. Because sometimes where somebody's going, their destination, they're busy going to Chick-fil-A. You trying to go to Starbucks. Why would you pay attention to where they're going and start following them and veering out of your lane, trying to hop in their lane, and they're not even going where you want to get to? Next thing you know, you get to, to Chick-fil-A, you like, girl, I wanted me a macchiato this whole time. Now you don't have your macchiato. Now you got to get some chicken. You don't even eat chicken. See, this is what happens when we be comparing ourselves to other people, okay? So the second thing is that you may be creating goals based on what you think you should be doing. Okay, so you may be creating goals based on someone else's vision for your life. I've personally seen this happen a lot. And the example I always have is the example of parents, right? Parents sort of, or family members in general, sort of like placing their expectations of life, their vision of how life should be on their children. And as children, we can take that on and we can be like, oh, like I got to do X, Y, and Z because that's what my family wants of me. That's what my family needs of me. And I think that's a really dangerous place to be because you start living for other people. You start living for your parents, for your family, maybe even for your friends versus living for yourself. And although I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to come up and to give back to your family, give back to your parents, to be able to break generational trauma, create generational wealth. That's such a beautiful thing. I also think that can absolutely be done without sacrificing your happiness and without sacrificing what you want as an individual. So for example, if you find yourself going on this path, it's always this path, right, y'all? Is this, is this the famous example I always gotta give because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it a couple times where you go to college, you go to grad school or you go to med school or uh, law school and you end up following this path. You become this affluential doctor, this affluential lawyer, this affluential X, Y, and Z. And your parents and your family and your parents, everybody's so proud of you. Everybody's like, damn, like she really got it like that. She's doing all these amazing things. But here you are living a life where you don't even feel like yourself. You're not even happy. You never wanted this life for yourself. You don't even like doing, you know, being a doctor. You don't even like being a lawyer. And so now you've gotten yourself caught up in this career, right? Making this money, doing, living this lifestyle that's not even aligned with the vision that you've always had for yourself. It's not even aligned with you. And again, that's a very, very dangerous place to be because it's like you end up living for somebody else. And I can, I, I've seen actually uh, a couple different YouTube videos. They pop up on my side. YouTube be suggesting all types of random shit to me, but girl, I be watching it. Okay. I be watching it, but I've actually seen a couple of videos like that too, where it's been like lawyers who are quitting their corporate job. They're making good money. They're making, you know, the, um, the coveted six figures. Everybody you talking about six figures. Once you hit six figures, baby, you, you start to make something of yourself. Apparently it's six figures for everybody out here, right? That's the number that we try to get to six figures. And I keep seeing these titles of like, I'm quitting my six figure corporate job. I'm quitting my multi six figure corporate job, X, Y, and Z. Right? People out here, they have the, the money, they have the title, they have the job, they have the affluence, they have, they have what people, what other people look and think they should have. They're making other people jealous, but yet them in their own, sitting in their life, sitting in their current reality, they're not happy. Why? Because they never wanted that. They never wanted that career. They never wanted that job. So ask yourself, what are you doing? Who are you living for? The actions that you take on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, the things that you buy, the job that you have, um, the things that you say, the, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your energy, the way you spend your money, is it aligned with the vision that you have for yourself? 
Is it aligned with the bigger vision that you have for your life? Or are you living for somebody else? And maybe it's not even friends or family, but maybe it's peers. Maybe you live it for the internet. Maybe you live it for the internet. And listen, it's no shade. It's no shade to none of y'all out here because it's, it's more so being able to have the self-awareness to be like, damn, I'm really living this life and it's not the life that I want to live. That's having that self-awareness. If you live in for somebody else and you're so caught up in that lifestyle that you can't even admit to yourself that you're living for other people versus living for yourself, I think that's where it gets a little bit dangerous. But if you can say, wow, like I don't even like this. I want to switch. I want to quit this job. I want to stop spending my money in this way. I want to stop buying these things. I want to stop supporting these companies because that's what's aligned for you. I think that is an amazing way to start living your best life because it's your best life. It is what you want. It is what you feel aligned with. It's not, it has nothing to do with nobody else. It has to do with you. Okay. And that's key. It has to do with you. So the next reason that you may not be living your best life, honey, is because you are busy celebrating only your big wins and not celebrating your small wins. I've been guilty of this. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna front. I have been guilty of this because I feel like, and it has to kind of do with social media. I think everything has to kind of do with social media. I work in social media, y'all, which uh, the podcast listeners know, the YouTube folks, y'all maybe you, y'all, I can't even talk. Y'all may be new, so y'all might not know, but I work in social media. So I, you know, I feel like I can rag on social media a little bit sometimes, but I feel like you go on social and it's so easy to see people posting their big wins. Somebody just bought a house. Somebody just had a baby or they're pregnant. Somebody just just started making six figures at their job. Somebody just got a new job. Somebody's, you know, doing this bit. They're traveling the world. And they're showing you their travels. They're taking you along. Baby, they're in Spain. They're in Italy. They're in France. And you looking at that and you seeing people celebrate their big wins. And I feel like we are so quick to want to create moments of big wins for ourselves so that we could share with others. And, and yes, part of it is the social part. If you are on social media, right? Part of it is, uh, the social media piece where you want to share your big wins on social media and you want to kind of post up and want to flex and everything like that. But I think another part of it too, is that when we see people continuously celebrating the big wins, but not necessarily the small ones, like somebody like, okay, you might not see as many people, post something like, oh my God, I just found a dollar bill on the ground or something like that. That's a small win. That's a small win. Or maybe somebody goes to Starbucks. I be going to Starbucks. I be getting like free drinks sometimes. That's a small win. That's abundance coming into your life. And I feel like we're not as quick to showcase that as we are to showcase the house or the apartment or the job or the baby or all those things. And when you start to realize that life is, yes, it's filled with big wins, those monumental milestones, but it's also filled with so many smaller wins that you can celebrate on a day-to-day basis. I think that's when you start to realize like, wow, like I'm really living an amazing life right now, right? Or that's when you can start to see the beauty in your everyday life. You can start to, as everyone is saying on TikTok now, romanticize your life. And romanticizing your life starts with celebrating those smaller wins. So it's like something as simple as, you know, maybe like I said, you got a free drink at Starbucks. You got a, you got a free drink at the bar, baby. I don't know how you roll. Maybe you went to the bar, somebody bought you a shot of tequila. That's the win right there. That's a win right there. Or maybe it's just simple, like, you know, you had a, a beautiful day off and you spent it in such an amazing way and you feel rested. You feel ready to take on the world after your day off. That's a beautiful win as well. It's not as, you know, fancy and and splashy. Splashy? Is, it, is that the word? Flashy. Flashy. It's not as fancy and flashy as like the car and the house and this, that, and the other. But it's still beautiful to be able to have a moment where you're like, wow, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy right now. I'm happy in this moment of my life. I was able to do this thing or this thing came into my life or I met this person. Or even yesterday, I went to Barnes and Noble and I went there to work for a little bit because I work remotely. I think every, like a lot of people are working remotely right now, but I work remotely. And I was like, you know what? I'm trying to get out the apartment. I'm trying to get out the apartment. I'm trying to get out of my office. I'm trying to get out of just here, this building. 
And I was like, I want to go somewhere. So I was like, let me go to Barnes and Noble. Cause I was there the other day getting a book and I saw they had this like cute little cafe situation. And I was like, I just want to go there and sit and, and, and do my work. So I go to Barnes and Noble and of course I get there. I like, I think I thought it opened at nine girl. It opened at 10. So I got there literally on the dot and I was like the first person to walk in. It was actually this, this lady and her kids were right in front of me actually. So they were like the first people to walk in. So we get into the Barnes and Noble and I go to the cafe cause I'm trying to see, you know, what they got over there. It's like a Starbucks, you know, partner cafe. So they got all the Starbucks drinks, but they also got, baby, they had some cheesecake factory cheesecakes. And really for a second, I was like, am I finna have me a slice of Oreo Dream Extreme for breakfast? And I said, girl, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Okay, I did it. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do it. But I got a croissant. Okay, I got a croissant. So anyway, so I'm at the little counter and I'm trying to figure out what I want to get. And I started chatting with the guy because I'm, listen, if y'all ever meet me in real life, I'll be chatting y'all up. Unless I look busted that day and I'm trying to be in and out real quick or somewhere. I'm trying to be talking to people when I be in and out. But, but, but that's a rare occasion, okay? Y'all not gonna catch me slipping out here, ma'am. You're not. Anyway, so I was chatting with the guy at the, the counter, the barista, um, and we was just chatting. Like, I was, you know, we were going on and on about the different drinks. I was telling him how I like to be making my drinks all complicated. I was like, I be getting the upside down caramel macchiato, two shot sugar-free vanilla, two, two of the white chocolate mocha. Extra shot of espresso, oat milk, light ice. It's a whole order. It's like a list. It's a receipt. So we were talking about my drink. Then we got into like him. He used to work at the actual, like just the Starbucks, standing on Starbucks. We were talking about that. Then they had like a book for sale. I was talking about that with him, the, the book. And he was telling me about some other books that they had sold at the, um, or featured at the cafe. So we got caught up in this whole entire conversation, y'all. I probably talked to him for like 10, 15 minutes before I ended up actually getting my coffee, sitting down and starting my work. And that was a win. That's not something that, you know, I might post up on social media. Now you're hearing about it on the podcast. So I'm sharing a story with you, but that's something you might not hear about or see me talk about on social media, but guess what? It happened. And it was a beautiful win for my day because I was able to connect with another human being. I was able to have a beautiful conversation with another person. And that made me feel so good because then I was able to start my work day and I was excited. Like granted, I was already kind of excited because I had some stuff that I was looking forward to doing that day for work. But I was able to start my day and feel like such a positive note because I was just like, wow, like I had this amazing conversation with this person and you know, I had this connection with another human being. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Again, that's something that, you may not see people talk about all the time, like those small wins, but we got to start celebrating those small wins. And I don't mean that you got to celebrate them on a, on a public level for them to be real. You don't have to post every single thing on social media for it to be real. And I know y'all know that, right? But just have yourself a beautiful win and learn to celebrate those beautiful wins for yourself. Learn to compliment yourself. Learn to be like, wow, I'm so happy that happened and really sit with that moment and acknowledge it for what it is. And that is another way that you can start living your best life. And if you're not currently doing that, that may be a way that you are a reason why you are not living your best life currently. Ooh, girl. Ooh, I looked at number four. I said, baby. So number four, you're not reevaluating your goals as you grow and evolve. So this can lead to you feeling stuck or not aligned. This is a huge one. I actually have an episode of the podcast. I forget the number. Um, and I kind of forget the name. I think it's called Gold Digger. Y'all, I can hear this person stepping. Lord, help me. Anyways, but um, I think it's called Gold Digger. I want to say it's called Gold Digger. So I have an episode of the podcast. I talk about goals. So I love setting goals. I actually love, um, so I, at the start of the year, I'll set yearly goals. And then I love to set monthly goals that ladder up into it. So for example, one of my yearly goals is like reading 35 books or something like that. So every single month I'll have a book goal. Maybe I'm reading three books that month. Maybe I'm reading four books that month. And basically the idea is that with setting these really big goals, sometimes it can seem really daunting when you're looking at a goal like 35 bucks. You're like, girl, I didn't even read one book this week. But if you can break it down into monthly goals, right? And even some people can go further than that and break that down into weekly goals, daily goals. Then you can start to set yourself up for a beautiful framework in which you are achieving your goals. So that's my whole like goal setting method. But the thing about goals is that when we set our goals, we're typically in a place of life where those goals resonate with us. They make sense. So maybe you set, for example, um, so say like with the reading goal, right? Say I set a goal to read 35 nonfiction books in that year. 
And say two, three months, you know, maybe halfway into the year, I'm like, yo, I really, because y'all know I'm really into psychological thrillers right now. Say I'm like, yo, I'm really into these psychological thrillers. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I gotta, so now I gotta read 35 nonfiction books and I'm like trying to force myself to read these nonfiction books, but I'm also really drawn to the psychological thrillers. If I don't take the time to reevaluate my goal of 35 nonfiction books and say, okay, maybe I just read 35 books in general. Maybe I don't specify that it has to be nonfiction. Maybe I just read 35 books and I allow myself the freedom to read some nonfiction and to read some fiction to get to that goal. If I don't reevaluate that, I can leave myself feeling very stuck, very misaligned with that goal that I originally set. It can make me feel like I'm pushing and pushing to get to that goal that no longer resonates. And now I'm just bitter and now I'm just mad. And now I got this goal that I feel like I can't reach because it doesn't even feel good to me anymore. So what I love to do, I actually did another episode on this recently where I actually talked about how I did like a mid-year check-in for my goals. I looked at the 2020 goal or 2021, y'all. Oh, Lord. I looked at the 2021 goals that I had set for myself and I said, wait a second. I said, does this make sense? Does this resonate with me? I had a couple goals. Most of my goals still resonated with me. I had a couple financial goals. I had a couple different goals, but some of them did not resonate any longer. The reason being is that when I started those, that list, January 2021, I actually made it um, earlier. It was like December 20, uh, 2020. I started making the list of goals for 2021. I was in a relationship. I lived in New Jersey. I had just moved into this apartment with my significant other in New Jersey. I was, um, I had just started a new job. I, like my life was completely different. So me looking at that list in June of 2021, some things on that list no longer made sense because my life has completely changed. I'm no longer in a relationship. I have moved to the South. I'm in Dallas, Texas now. And so me looking at those goals, I had to sit with them and be like, okay, what, what do I want to pursue for the rest of this year? Looking at my life, looking at what I've learned, looking at how I've grown, how I've evolved, looking at how I've grown and how I've evolved, what makes sense for me to actually like, pursue and to go after and to put on my list of goals. So that's what I mean. Like you got to really sit with yourself and take the time to actually like evaluate what your goals are, evaluate if it actually makes sense to your bigger vision of life. The vision that I have for my life right now, again, January, 2021 versus June of 2021, or now we're in July, baby, this year flying by. But my goals have changed. Some of my goals have changed rather because my vision has changed where I see myself ending up in December, where I see myself wanting to head towards or work towards for 2022, it is quite different than what I was working towards and what I was heading towards. And even then, like the vision isn't fully shaping up. It's getting clearer and clearer every single day as I continue to grow, as I continue to evolve, as I continue to ask myself the hard questions of what do I want in this life? What am I working towards? What kind of empire do I want to build? What kind of legacy do I want to leave behind? But it is so important to take time to actually ask yourself, sit with yourself and ask yourself, like, what has changed? How have I have evolved? How have I grown? And what goals maybe don't matter to me anymore? And what goals are not on my list that I actually do want to work towards? And another reason that you might not be living your best life that kind of goes hand in hand with this one, we can call this like 4A, okay, is that you might not be setting goals. And I highly recommend y'all be out here setting goals. And if you are struggling with how to set goals, I know some people have DM me before and said, you know, I don't know how to like manifest or I don't know what to manifest or I don't know what goals to set, how to set goals. Go ahead and listen to that Gold Digger episode. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. I'll link it in the YouTube, like little down below thingy situation. Um, that way you guys can actually see or hear rather how it is that I go about setting my goals. And like the, it, I break down the process for you step by step because goal setting is once you get into it, you realize it's pretty simple, but it is kind of a, a thing where I like to get very specific with how I set goals in order to ensure that I'm setting myself up to actually achieve the goals. Like you don't want to be out here just setting arbitrary goals that don't make sense for your vision, that don't make sense for the, the person you want to be, that don't make sense for the life you want, that just don't make sense. And then you're not hitting the goals and then you mad at yourself and you wonder why am I not hitting these goals? Maybe Maybe it's because the goals don't make sense to you. Your soul doesn't care for those goals. Your soul does not care at all. 
So you got to set goals that make sense for you, that you're aligned with, that you're passionate about, that you're going to actually put in the work that you're going to commit to, that you're going to dedicate yourself to in order to create the life that you want, in order to live your best life. Okay. All right. Let's get into number one. I mean, number one, Lord, let's get into number five. Okay. Let's get into number five. So you've let social media and society convince you that living your best life means living a life where you're 100% happy all the time and struggle and challenge does not exist. This one, again, is another one I'm passionate about. When I started this podcast and when I was like discovering spiritual, you know, content, a lot of the content was what they call like the spiritual bypassing type of content where people were talking about like, oh, in order to manifest, you got to think positive. If you are thinking negative, if you're sad, if you're mad, if you have these lower vibrational thoughts, you're not going to get what you want. And I call bullshit on it because we're human. Like we have a range of emotions and you're sitting here telling me that because I can experience sadness and because I can experience anger and because I can experience jealousy, in addition to being able to experience happiness, that I can't manifest and create the life that I want if I'm not experiencing happiness all the time, that's not, that's not facts. That's not facts. And that's not the life and and the word that I choose to believe in and choose to live behind because it does not resonate with me at all. I feel like, you know, and it's not even that I feel like happiness is an emotion. Let's, let's, let's just get down to facts. Happiness is an emotion, right? Emotions are fleeting. There are times when you can feel that surge of happiness, of excitement. It's beautiful. You're on this high, but let me tell you something right now. If you were to be on that vibe, on that high vibe, like in terms of the happiness, like the ecstasy all the time, you wouldn't necessarily feel or experience that in that same way because you kind of need the moments of like neutrality of like sometimes uh, of lower vibrations in order to realize that you're out of alignment and in order to realize that you want to get back to happy, if that makes sense. Right. So in order to kind of perceive and experience the highs as highs, we have to know the neutral. We have to know the lows. We have to know all of it. We experience all of it and it's range, right? You want, you want some range in your life, baby. You want to be one dimensional, No, you do not. You want to have some range. So what it is, is that when you start to realize like, no, I'm not going to be happy hundred percent of the time. Sometimes just content. Like there are days I'm just sitting, I'm living my life. I'm not feeling like, oh my God, I'm super, super happy. No, but am I mad? Am I sad? No, I'm neutral. I'm content. I'm living. I'm living. I'm living in that present moment and allowing that present moment to exist as what it is, that present moment. I'm not looking for nothing else. I'm just, I'm letting it be what it is. It do what it do. (laughs) Okay. And once you start to realize like, okay, I don't have to be happy a hundred percent of the time. I can be, I can allow myself that opportunity to experience range. I think you give yourself a little bit more grace to experience those emotions. So when you feel that sadness, when you feel that anger, when you feel that resentment, when you feel whatever it is, you can allow yourself to feel it. You can allow it to let you ask yourself the hard questions. Why am I experiencing this? What is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to tell me? What can I explore as a result of knowing that I feel this way? Because sometimes the the negative emotions, they show you they show you things that you would not have seen. They show you, they, they allow you to explore like the darker and deeper parts of yourself that you may not have wanted to explore because they seem scary because you were like, damn, I don't want to go there. Maybe for that next level of growth for yourself, you have to go there. Maybe you do got to get a little bit deep with it and ask yourself them hard questions and allow yourself to process that emotion, process that trauma in order to move through it, move past it, right? You can't sit here and be like, I'm going to just be happy all, well, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want, but I'm just telling you why you might not be living your best life, okay? So if you want to sit here and just be happy all the time and not feel nothing else, It's like you walk around like a Barbie doll, like a robot. Like you're just, it's weird. Like honestly, for me, that's weird behavior. And so I don't like to follow accounts that don't acknowledge that we process emotions. Now it's one thing to process that emotion and to experience that emotion. It's another thing to choose to sit in it. I actually had a post go by Instagram say, y'all follow me on Instagram, shameless plug, shameless plug. But I had a post go by Instagram today about how I recently had a major shift. I don't talk about this in depth on another episode if y'all want to hear about it, but at a moment, I, not even a moment, I was going through a funk. Okay, y'all. 
I was going through a really, a really funky period of my life where I was feeling like a victim. I was feeling like a victim. I, like I said, I'm human. Shit happens. Feeling like a victim, and I was really just sitting with this, sitting with this sadness. I'd isolated myself. When I get really sad or um, experience lower vibrational emotions, I tend to isolate. I tend to isolate myself. So I was pushing friends and family away, just getting very irritated, not wanting to talk to nobody, like not answering messages, things like that. And I sat, I remember I had this night, and I'm I'm gonna be transparent with y'all the podcast people know how I be getting it real transparent y'all I done cried on that podcast so many times I was on a couple different dating apps and I found that I was becoming really cynical and bitter about the dating process and I was becoming I was becoming doubtful that I could ever encounter a soul that I feel like would compliment my soul well um, I was getting doubtful that I could ever experience that a relationship that I know I'm deserving of, that I know I'm worthy of, that I know I want in my life. And I was becoming cynical and bitter. And, you know, the, the cynicism and the bitterness wasn't the entire cause of me feeling that low vibrational, you know, period of my life. It wasn't the entire cause. Okay. But it was contributing to it. And so I had this one night where I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of being on these apps because I'm meeting people that I'm just not aligned with. I don't like how these apps are making me feel very cynical and doubtful about the type of relationship that I'm manifesting. And so I decided to delete the apps. Yep, I deleted the apps, girl. I deleted them. I um I ended up actually just like deleting all of them. I was on a couple different dating apps. I'm being so transparent right now. Don't, don't, don't shade me y'all. Don't shade me. I don't know if y'all use dating apps or not. I think they're a little bit more normalized now, but I deleted all the apps. I decided that I was not going to allow the apps to make me feel doubtful about the type of relationship, the type of partnership that I'm calling in. And shortly after having that moment of, um, of deleting the apps, I had a shift. I had an energetical shift. And when I tell y'all, I'm I'm getting more like I can I can feel the shifts much better now. But I felt that one. I felt that one because it was either that same evening or I want to say it was the next day at night. It was like 10:30 at night. I was getting ready to go to bed. I was about to go read. I was about to go do a face mask, all that stuff. I ended up hopping on my computer. And I ended up creating a bunch of posts for Instagram and scheduled out a bunch of posts for Instagram. Like it had been a minute since I was so fired up and inspired and filled with words that I wanted to share on Instagram. I had actually gotten a place where I wasn't posting stories. And y'all know, if y'all know when y'all found me before, I post like every day on stories. I used to post like every day on Instagram. Like I was always on Instagram, just like chat with y'all, stuff like that. And I had a moment where I just was so completely removed. Like my, you know, I wasn't answering DMs. I wasn't really posting anything. I wasn't really interacting. I would go on there and I would close it. I just felt so like removed from the community that I was cultivating and creating that I couldn't even show up in the way I wanted to because I felt so just not fired up. I wasn't passionate anymore. I wasn't driven. I wasn't excited. And when I tell y'all I had this shift and I went from feeling, you know, like I wanted to isolate myself, feeling bitter, feeling removed from everything to feeling like I suddenly had this excitement, this passion, this desire to post, like I was fired up again. And I felt that shift. And so today's post, what am I saying? I be going on these tangents, y'all, girl. Anyways, so today I had this, the post that went out today on Instagram was a post about how I made the choice, right? I made the choice to remove something from my life that I knew was causing me negativity. And when I did that, when I decided, I was rewarded by having this energetic shift, into these passionate moments, into wanting to create again, into having ideas. I've channeled through so many ideas, including the idea for this, right? Once I was able to make that decision. And I think what it is, is again, when you start to acknowledge that like you don't, you're not happy hundred percent of the time, but you have the choice to not sit in it. You have the choice to remove the negativity. When I realized that I had something in my life that I was choosing to take part in that was causing part of the negativity. I said, I'm gonna cut that off. Why am I going to let that be a part of my life when it's, when it don't, when it don't have to be like, nobody is tying my arms behind my back, forcing me to be on these apps. Nobody's doing that. Like I'm choosing to be here. 
And so I cut it off. And so when you realize that, yes, the negative moments, the, the lower vibrational moments, the, um, the struggle, the challenges, they exist. You also realize that you have the ability to make choices that allow you to navigate those seasons with more grace and more ease. You make choices that allow you to cut off the negativity where you can visualize it or where you can perceive it, where you realize that it exists in your life, cut it off. If it's certain people in your life, if it's certain situation, certain things that you're engaging in, cut it off, right? Not to say that you got to be happy all the time, but when you notice that there is something that is driving that negativity in your life, cut it off. And when you notice that you may be feeling, you may be going through a challenge. I know a couple of you guys have actually reached out to me to say that you are going through, or you were at that time going through a period as well, like myself, where you were struggling, like you didn't know where to turn, like you felt lost. When you have those moments and those periods and those challenges, know that it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. I don't know who is out here selling this lie of perfectionism, but I need them to stop, baby, because it's not, it's not it. It's not it. You don't have to be perfect. Your life doesn't have to be perfect. You can navigate and you can go through and have moments where you don't know what you're doing and still be okay. It will be okay. That was such a tangent about the apps and stuff like that. And I do plan to do an episode about intentional dating, purposeful dating, to call in uh, soulmate. And I think it's really cool, actually, that you guys are kind of going along this journey with me of like my intentional and purposeful dating, my intentional and purposeful journey to call in the partnership that I'm deserving of. Um, I think a huge part of that is working on yourself. But another huge part of that is divine timing. At the end of the day, if you know, your person is doing their work too, or, you know, it's not time for y'all to meet. It's just not time for y'all to meet. You could be someone who loves themselves to the fullest, who is an amazing individual, who is just so ready for love. And you might not be calling in that love just yet, right? Because it's not time. And I, I, I felt very called to share that message. So that was for you. That was for you. That was also for me. So yeah. But I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, whether you tune into the audio only version, whether you tune into the YouTube version and you guys have watched me for this episode. I want to thank you so much for being here. Please feel free to leave a review on Apple if you haven't already. Um, please subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, on YouTube, we are doing that giveaway and the winner will be chosen. I'll probably choose the winner like whenever I record the next episode. So I'm like maybe next weekend. So you guys have a couple days to enter because this episode goes up on Tuesday. Uh, this Tuesday, this is Tuesday as you're watching this maybe, but go ahead and enter the giveaway, subscribe to the podcast, follow me on uh, Instagram. And I want to just thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for listening. I am testing out new things. I think with my journey, a huge thing that I love to do is just experiment, just to try things out, test things out, see how they resonate with me. Um, I know that I have the ability to, because I used to doubt this a little bit, but I know I have the ability to commit myself and to be dedicated to something that I truly enjoy, something that truly fuels me, something that I'm truly aligned with. That is why, you know, the podcast is still going. That's why I'm still recording. But when I add new things in like video or something else like that, I won't even lie. I haven't been consistent with video in the past. Um, but I also feel like that has to do with the type of content I was creating and my inability to want to dedicate and commit myself to that content at the time. So Let's see how this goes. I want to test that for season seven. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you are a listener, a longtime listener, if you are a longtime listener, I want to thank you so much for always tuning in, for being a part of this community, for being a part of my journey and for allowing me to be a voice in your journey as well. We're all navigating this, this together. Ain't no manual out here. Ain't no nothing. It's really just all of us bumbling about trying to figure things out. And I, we, we ain't never going to have it all the way figured out. But if I can share something about my journey, about my, um, whenever I'm going through my challenges, my successes, my come up, right? Because we always coming up, baby. We always leveling up. If I can share something about my journey with y'all that allow you to navigate your journey with more ease, more self-love, more discernment. I am so honored and thrilled to be able to do that. So yeah, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and go try to edit these episodes. Girl, I ain't never had to. I'm using like all new software for everything now. So I'm just like, this is going to be such a learning curve, but I think I'm going to go to Starbucks and get a 
uh, get a cold brew or get an ice caramel macchiato. Y'all know I love you, my monkey waters, ah, baby. So I'm going to go to Starbucks and edit this episode. And um, yeah, so thank you again for tuning in, for listening. Please do not forget to give this video a thumbs up, subscribe, and share with a friend. Share with someone that you feel like could, you know, could use these words, use this use this episode uh to help them on their journey and like i said i want to thank you how many times have i said thank you y'all take a shot every time i thank y'all on this episode y'all gonna be drunk okay turn up that's a new drinking game right now <laughs> take a shot when deandre be expressing gratitude but truly i want to express my gratitude but yeah you guys i will see you or chat with you in the very next episode depending on how you guys are listening to this one and I want you to have an amazing rest of your week. And yeah, my loves, bye. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc